Saturday Omaha. Eat this. This week at Saturday Omaha, we have a BOGO special. That's right, buy one, get one free. Okay, the whole podcast is free, so go, go. Get one, get one. The team went to two places that didn't get universal agreement to be on the Frampton scale. So take a listen to the good, that tasty, and where we need a bit more of that Frampton magic. Part one, Papio Pit. It is. It's a Vadery noise. Come, come to the dark side like that. Is it not fat enough? But it's not fat enough. Oh. I believe we have to come to the barbecue side. (laughs) 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 We did decide to do some barbecue today, but before that, you decided to make your version of French Dost this morning. Uh, So I'm just going to just tell you thank you for that. That's just, I'm just saying. Hey, you're welcome anytime. We have to experiment until we can get at least reasonably close yes. to uh to early bird to early bird which but, uh, oddly enough i uh i mean if if we're going to discuss this subject not really i just kind of wanted to leave it at a thank you because it really isn't a restaurant review i just wanted to thank you thank you for cooking me a french toast fried donut uh this morning that that's, that's really it all right well we'll we'll leave it there and not discuss all yolk soaking liquids fair enough fair enough that's that's a whole podcast by itself just soaking liquids <laughs> So, uh, once again, unfortunately, we are without the the third leg of our fat stool. <laughs> Ew, that sounds so... Oh. Oh. Oh, is, there, is there anything worse than a fat stool? Does the fat stool come from the blobus? Oh, that's... Uh, let's not talk about that. Oh, boy. Uh, wow. I think this is... This is, a, is this a medical podcast now? I, Maybe it needs to be. WebMD just has this blurred out... <laughs> <laughs> Much like this pop shield, because it's so big that I'm, you can't even see me. I'm sorry, you have blobus. <laughs> Let's, wow. So, Sam is out of town and, and not with us today, or at least not available. We, so, we are without the, here, here you go. Yes. We are without the third pillar of Saturday. There you go. There you go. Because I, I don't think I... Third leg. No. I mean that that has other connotations no. in and of itself. Yeah, pillar. And even pillar. if it even if it didn't have those, we'd pillar. have like third wheel. I, I like pillar. pillar. Third pillar. Pillar. Yes. So you're you're you get to listen to Dave and TJ, who sound very very similar. But uh, we wanted to still have our fatter day, so we decided to go out. I don't know why I always we decided to listen here. Here's the deal. TJ and I wanted some fatter day lunch, so we decided to get some barbecue. That's what happened. Yeah. So we went to... We went to... There, there's your active voice right there. We went. We went. We we, we done gone. Done gone. So again, uh, much like TJ and I, our, our prior solo, uh, not science so much, but documentation. Here it is. Papio Pit Barbecue was our location today. Located at 1449 Papillion Drive, Suite 103, Papillion, Nebraska. Oh, Dave, what's that sweet, sweet zip code? Oh, my dude, it is 68133. Mm, oh, yeah. Smooth. <laughs> That's one of the smoothest zip codes. But I'll tell you what, if you want to practice your alliteration, say that address fast. Papio Pit Barbecue, Papillion Drive, Papillion, Nebraska. Phone number, etc. Anyway, lots of... 
It almost there. makes you wish it was Pennsylvania, but not quite. Uh, but not quite, because then it would be a lot longer drive. Well, and be pretty chilly, too, I think. Oh, that's true. At least this time of year. So these guys have only been open for a few months. And I went there a couple weeks ago for a fact-finding sandwich way late at night and uh, just had a little bit of pulled pork. And I'm like, huh, it's kind of tasty. So the location is roughly 72nd and 370. And it's located in a very small mini mall in one of the bays next to a Domino's Pizza and a Starbucks. Uh, they have a sign up overhead so you can spot them, and they have a sign on the door, but it is kind of tucked back a little bit behind the Starbucks. The uh, interior, kind of a comfy place. The door is dead center. You open it up, and if you walk straight forward, you hit to the counter. So the chairs and tables, there's a bunch of four tops kind of on either side of that aisleway. Shall we get into some food? I think we should talk about some food. So, you know, I was hungry. I wanted some food. Mm -hmm. So we needed the meats. We did all the meats. And I think uh, TJ and I have been making sure that we didn't need to necessarily order all the menu. Uh, but we kind of ordered three quarters of it. Well, that said, it's not a terribly long menu. No. Now, it does do the things that I need a barbecue menu to do. What are if, those things? If you have nothing else... I want the basic meats. I want my ribs. Okay. I want my brisket. Yes. I want my pulled pork. Uh-huh. I might want some sides with that. You know, the standard fare, the potato salad, the baked beans, the cornbread, those kind of things should probably be there. For but sure. most of all, I want the meats, and I want to be able to order them more or less, like, like that's the star of the show. If I want to order a rack of ribs or a pound of brisket, I want that option. So they got the, the meat listing. They got a few simple versions of meals, like the two meat, the one meat with two, eat both of those with two sides, and a kid's meal. Nice, simple, concise meat choices, sides. They got the standards, potato salad, baked beans, cornbread, mac and cheese, coleslaw, and then they have a buy the pound menu. Simple, to the point, hits the things that I really need a barbecue place to have. That's for sure. You know, and I agree, the menu is very small. I think Sam might tell you it might not have as much variety as, as he wants. I know he he really wishes for like a hot link on there. I think is always kind of that thing that kicks it over the top for him. But uh, for me, there was there was just enough. And I do mean just. Yeah, exactly. There were, what, four meat choices. Um, they had ribs. They had the, the chicken and whatnot. Um, the sides, again, just enough because there was enough decision-making where I'm like, oh, do I want mac and cheese and baked beans or do I want mac and cheese and potato salad? What do I want? So there's just enough options. So they're, they, they're right on that mark. So let's, let's get into some foods because we didn't really have an appetizer. We went whole hog and just ordered the meals. We had the meats. Indeed. I still love saying it. That's fair. So... All right, I went with the two meat combo, and I got the pulled pork and brisket, and then that two meat combo also comes with two sides. So I got mac and cheese and the potato salad, and it's fatter day, people, so I also added on an a la carte order of ribs, and I added on some cornbread. TJ, what did you get? You know, what an odd coincidence on this menu. Oh. I also got the two-meat combo. Did you? Uh, I went with ribs and brisket and added ribs. because <laughs> You added I, ribs to your ribs? Yeah. You know, huh? I wanted at least a half rack, which is about where you end up there, and it's about the same cost in as a half rack, so that worked out pretty darn well. Omaha Avocados Avocados and adds ribs, ribs to, to ribs. ribs. Yes. 
in a world gone meat. Oh, <laughs> I love that world. It's the best. So we got that with the uh, the baked beans and the mac and cheese were my sides. Mm-hmm. And I was quite, quite grateful that you added your uh, your cornbread there. Yes. At a buck for two pieces, which... Let's talk about that in the price section, but let's just say it was kind of a no-brainer to add some. Absolutely. And that, that was kind of what I was, was going for there. I'm, yeah. Don't, don't mean to wander too much in categories, but I felt that was a good... Good ad, easy ad to make. Yeah, 50 cents for a piece of cornbread, I'm down with that. Because you know what? Sometimes I don't need a loaf of cornbread. Sometimes I just want some cornbread. Uh-huh. So we got to, we essentially got to order the menu this time around almost. So I'm, I'm we sure did. pretty darn pleased with that. All right. But let us continue. You want to you wanna start in? I will. I'm going to start with the pulled pork because I was the only one that ordered the full order of pulled pork. And you can weigh in if you want. Um, so the pulled pork was chopped. And I, I would say chopped and pulled, I guess. Um, would I don't know. I, I'm looking at the picture, and it's hunks, smaller hunks of chopped yet pulled pork. Let's say, yeah, it's... I, I've done pulled pork, not, not this quality and properly smoked and whatnot, but I've gone through the, you know, grab a fork and pull the pork process. Yes. And if you're not super rigorous about it, you'll wind up pulling off chunks like that. So that's probably what happened. It was just a not too aggressive I, uh, hacking up of things. I liked the approach on the pulling of this particular smoked meat. Agreed. It's still got yes. that uh, that kind of separation there, uh-huh. but you also feel like it's more substantial with the chunks yes, of pulled pork. That's exactly right. I could get a good chew on it. Um, this had a nice dark bark. Dark bark. Oh. <laughs> no, dark bark. There you go. Um, on the outside of this uh, pulled pork, good good bark there. I thought it had a good flavor. Um, I did not experience any type of dryness in this pulled pork at all, and I thought it was tasty. I, I will say that the smoke level, and again, like TJ was saying, he was uh, commenting on the, the smoke penetration here. Um, it, I didn't notice a lot of flavor within the, the rub itself. It wasn't heavily spiced, uh, and the pork wasn't heavily smoky, but I thought it was real tasty, and I liked that kind of rough cut chop on there. Uh, definitely go with the barbecue sauce. They only have one barbecue sauce uh, available at the table. It's just a sweet barbecue sauce. But thankfully, that's my favorite. Tell me about your brisket, and then I'll weigh in on my, my chopped. Well, I have some mixed feelings on this brisket. I'm almost not sure even now. Did I like it? Yes. Okay. And that's kind of the important thing. Um, there was a little bit of a fat layer on top. There was. Which I I know brisket's a lean cut, and I know Sam would disagree with me on this one. But I think it should have a little fat on top, just a little. And it was cooked properly so that eating the fat was enjoyable. Yeah. It was a good texture. It added to the richness. It carried a little bit of the extra smoke flavor in there. It did what fat on barbecue should do. It was not gummy. It wasn't chewy. It wasn't any of the negative things. It added richness and flavor and just the teeniest, tiniest bit of crunch in some places. Mm -hmm. But mostly it was a smooth, rich thing with just a nice little bit of outside on it. So I was pleased with that layer. Yeah. The uh, rub was definitely more present than it was on the pulled pork. Still not super strong. I could have used a touch more smoke. Uh, The fat did make it rich. It was a little bit, and I don't want to make it sound like it was unpleasantly so. It was pleasant it was good but it was a touch on the dry side those slices oh interesting and you know what so mine came out in that kind of rough chop like Uh my pulled pork did so 
I it, it was kind of cool because some pieces had uh, no bark. And it was just little pieces. And then some pieces were held together by like, you know, a yeah, half inch yeah, square apart. That, that so, was a cool. pretty plate you had. It, it really was. And so I don't have any experience of dryness with mine. It was just so interesting how different our same meats were because of the cut. I didn't notice any fat. And uh, mine were, were those were those kind of chunks. And they were good. Again, much like the pulled pork though, I didn't get a lot of flavor of the, the, the rub, whatever rub was in there. But I'm not sure if I cared. I really kind of want it on the pulled pork. The thing with the brisket is this kind of reminded me a little bit of the flavor that Boxer Barbecue has on their brisket. Ooh, that's saying something because Boxer, well, a lot of their offerings are a little salty for my taste. They do have pretty darn good flavor. Yeah, it's just, that's the thing. You know, you pointed out the flavor of the meat. I mean, this had a beefy like that's what kind of stood out a beefy brisket flavor so you know i will i will a bold beef brisket here so i think i want to move over to sides real quick before we get to the ribs if you're okay with that certainly certainly all right so i'm gonna start with the potato salad the potato salad was a basic uh mustard type potato salad came out actually in a closed container with a Uh, a lid and a little bit of paprika on top of the potato salad. It's a good basic potato salad. Here's the thing. When I go get barbecue, that's exactly what I want. I don't want a complex, weird, wild potato salad. I just want potato salad. And that's what I got. And it was cold because I don't like warm potato salad or even even Luke cold (laughs) potato salad. I don't want that. I want it to be cold. So it was basic and delicious. So Fine. Good to go. TJ, you got the beans. Why don't you tell me about them beans? Well, I'm going to tell you about them beans, and they got their ups and downs. Ooh, there's an upside and downside to every bean. He's got the upside. I've got the downside. No, wait. Um, So as, uh, as you pointed out, Sam would probably point out on these, they did add meat to the beans, which is important just at least a yes. little bit to add a little bit of something. Tis it is. I would guess they were a canned uh, bean, like a bushes or something along those lines. I'm with you there. That is not necessarily a bad thing. Now, I do look for my baked beans to shine a little bit. Like, I like them when they're a little bit more interesting. Yeah. But adding a little something to something like a bushes or whatever house brand, almost any canned baked bean, they're pretty similar, generally speaking, and adding just a little bit of something, in this case, pulled pork to make it pop. Pulled pork to make it pop on the platter at Papio Papio Pit Pit in Papillion. In Papillion. Right. This is getting ridiculous. Having that uh, does improve them enough to make them a worthy side at a decent barbecue place. One of these days, I'm going to come across a place that does like a real Boston bake of their own from scratch beans and a big cast iron pot, but I ain't found it yet. The only truly stands on its own beans I've had were the borrachos at Big Green those Q. Those a little different, yeah. And yeah, those are a special something. As this goes versus almost every other baked beans I've had at any barbecue joint, perfectly good. Could I have used maybe some... I don't know, some, some fat back or some bacon or some, some version <laughs> of a cured pork stuff in here. That might have been nice. Could I have used a little bit more pulled pork? Maybe. But again, it's a side. It's a reasonably sized one. It does what it needs to do at a barbecue place. There are certain things that I'm. it's nice to have, but I'm not necessarily expecting them. 
I was pleased with this. This is what I ask for when I order baked beans. So I, I'll weigh in here a little bit. I do expect my baked beans at a barbecue place, like you said, to kind of pop a little bit. Um, if these did not have any type of meat, extra meat in them, I might have written them off. Disappointing. Yes. Yeah. Without the extra meat, they would not be worthy. And, and I do feel I think they need a little bit more meat. I would almost say that I don't know if they just need to add something to give it a little more. Sometimes you get a little bit of cinnamon flavor, which I, I don't like that to be too heavy. So I was almost thinking something little with a little clove bit of happening in there. Maybe something. I need a little bit of heat or something, just a pinch of something extra in there, because I really felt it was a canned bean with just a little extra meat. Because the other thing is the the little beans were small and a little mushy. Because right, the right. actual, shall we say, the gravy, 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 that is with a baked beans in this case was almost a little. Dare I say it was a little mushy as well? Well, a little starchy. I think oh, okay. from, from sitting go. in the can with the beans, and it does yeah, tend to get that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So were they bad? No. Were they exceptional? No. no. For me, they were not either. So, um, an okay baked bean. Thankfully, they did add a little bit of touch there. Um, so. There you go. That's that's my two cents on the baked beans. All right. Anything else to say about said baked beans? Nope. I am firmly thumb sideways, <laughs> fats in between, neither up nor down. Would I order them again if I wanted baked beans and I just so happen to be a Papio Pit and Papillion ordering my platter? Sure. <laughs> so uh, let's get something else that rhymes with Papio and Pit. Uh, macaroni and cheese. Uh, wait, wait a minute. minute. No, no, it doesn't. But so we both had the macaroni maybe, and cheese. Maybe yes. if there was some pepper jack. Ooh, oh, which, yeah. which actually all of a sudden I want. But uh, let's let's talk about the ones we actually had. Indeed. So the uh, mac and cheese came out in a similar dish, so, which is kind of the uh, the solo cup version bowl. The, yes, the, the black the fluted bowl. black uh, shallow bowl. Yes, and the thing was, is a decently sized. This was the correct size for a side. On a barbecue platter. I agree. And actually, I was thinking that as it came out now that you mention it. It's yeah. just about right for, it is. for what you're expecting and what you're getting. I really, really hate when I get the tiny styrofoam cup. It kind of makes me angry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like even, well, actually, especially if it's especially. really good. But yeah, regardless, <laughs> when it's yeah. not when it's not quite a it's side, like when it's a, a hint at a side, when it's an amuse-bouche. I didn't order an amuse-bouche in a barbecue place. <laughs> I came in for food. <laughs> So the thing is, when I go to eat my sides, I don't want to eat them with a toothpick. I want to get multiple spoonfuls, and I don't want two spoonfuls because those little, especially if you get potato salad, and I get into one of those little things, it's like two teaspoonfuls, and that makes me mad because then my side is over, and that is not fattening people. Seriously. Oh, man. See, now I'm just imagining a new trendy barbecue restaurant called something like a Smoked or pit it has to be a single word uh -huh. and like your macaroni and cheese comes bark. out as an it's in called bark uh -huh. <laughs> oh, oh that's perfect yeah bark and you, your macaroni and cheese comes out on a platter as individual cheese painted no. noodles with a toothpick through each one no it it comes out in in one of those uh beer flight racks there's individual glasses and there's like a rack a linear rack of tiny cups and then you get like a, a one bite of it. Eat. Well, now hold on. You're you're yes. overselling this now. Oh, I'm sorry. I would see. I was being facetious and talking about those terrible trendy places. Yes. That uh, that go overboard with that kind of thing. When I want a down home experience for barbecue. Uh huh. But uh, 
you can't tell me that either one of us wouldn't go for a mac and cheese flight. Well, right, like, like now that's different. Like you didn't five, tell me five to twenty cups yeah, okay. of different kinds of mac and cheese that are a bite each. Yeah, I would. I would buy this. I would order that. But it have would. Have we ha- just all right? Barked is now trademark of Fatter Day Omaha. That's right. So if we Y'all open, a- <laughs> can't have this idea. If, this is brilliant. If we open a restaurant called Bark or Barked, it will be effectively priced, and uh, even the small things will be served in large quantities of small things. Indeed, yes. many small things. So the the mac and cheese, much like the potato salad here, a basic mac and cheese. Dare I say, just saucy enough. It definitely had that uh, dark yellow, more. Um, shall we say, adhesive sauce on it? Oh, I have some words for this, yes. Okay, so uh, elbow noodle, and that sauce, just creamy, and I'm not sure how hot it was when it came to the table because it was really cold outside. When that door opened, coldness came in, and we we got the food on the table from our uh, awesome waiter, set the food down, and did the fatter day thing and took a few pictures. So it probably lost a couple of degrees in, in that process. So uh, it was not cold, just just to be clear. It was not grainy either. I would say it's a basic mac and cheese. Uh, there wasn't anything in here really to kind of kick it up a notch, much like the beans had a little extra beef in here. But it, it was a decent side. If I was interested in some mac and cheese uh, with my barbecue, which I often am, I would put this back on the on the list, but I didn't get anything that really made it their touch. Thinner than I would have liked. Still a fairly thick sauce. Really, it was thinner than you it wanted was it. Thinner. Again, Holy smokes! You should have was... to work to get that fork out of the wow, mac and cheese. Wow, I wanted it a little thinner. I wanted a little more saucy. See if I was ordering a general purpose mac and cheese, but at barbecue joints, this is what I want. And I often get it, so I think I'm not the only one. Okay. I, I suspect this. Right. So 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 it was a little bit thinner yeah. and just a teeny tiny bit sharper than most of the barbecue okay. place mac and cheeses I, I've had. So there was a tiny bit more flavor. Now, mind you, it was as though the mac and cheese I want started leaning a little bit over towards craft. Like there, there's oh. a little bit of no. Uh, if it leaned anywhere, it was towards the deluxe mac and cheese. It did not. Oh lean. yes, yes, I'll this give you that. This didn't lean anywhere towards a box. It, it might one of those ones that gives you the the super deluxe cheesy packet. I I might give you that. Those aren't quite as sharp though. There's a in a lot of cheese powders. If you start reading them, uh, like the the kernel seasoning and some of those, you will find in the cheddar cheese powder there's also a little bit of blue cheese in there to just up the sharpness level a bit. Mm-hmm. I would suspect, I, I don't think blue cheese in this case, but something like that in there or even an aged cheddar. I'm not speaking negatively in terms of, well, I would be speaking negatively if it actually tasted like craft. It was still a very basic mac and cheese. Yes. Still a thicker sauce, though not as thick as I would like. Yes. A little cooler than I would like. Yes. But what it did have of interest is that note of sharpness. So again, yeah. maybe a sharper or an aged It wasn't cheddar, boring. Something along those lines. Yeah. Something to, to brighten it up a little bit. So Sam would look at you about this time and go, but did you like it? Yes. That's uh, good. <laughs> again, basic mac and cheese. It, it kind of did what it needed to do. Was it yeah. my favorite in either direction of the... Super basic face punch. 
mm-hmm. or the super interesting mac and cheese. It was definitely neither of those things. Oh, right. But it was a good, solid effort at being what it needed to be. Again, I generally don't focus on sides uh-huh. at a barbecue joint. And in this case, I don't think they need to either. I actually would tell this mac and cheese not to go a change in. I don't think it's anything particularly special, but I almost don't want it to be. So let's get to the ribs because you had double ribs and I had a single a la carte portion of ribs. And so my a la carte portion was about three bones. Did you get about six bones over there, Teach? Yeah, I think I might've gotten a touch more than six. The thing was... You only got the three. It was the the single a la carte. It was meaty. So it's supposed, yeah, it's supposed to be three bones-ish. About the, They try and give you about the same amount. But your three were super duper meaty. I had kind of a mix of them. Uh-huh. So, you know, it's an aminal. There's going to be some variance between individual bones on the rack of ribs sure. and individual aminals. And as such, they're going to have to figure out a way to balance that. So I had... A whole lot of ribs, and I had some super meaty ones, some thinner ones. It was kind of a neat uh, experience to run through the spectrum because there was a little bit of different flavor depending on the thickness of the rib. But since you only had the three, they gave you three real good ones. They and were. I felt that was good good strategy, good customer service on their part. Yeah, I did not feel shortchanged there uh, on, on what, what got delivered. So these guys, he came out and talked to us about the ribs because the ribs had just come up, and as TJ had said before... Uh, due to some timing issues, he didn't feel that the smoke had penetrated enough and they weren't quite the the fall off the bone, but see, it really looking for pull off the bone. It shouldn't just fall off. You should be able to pull. These were tighter. So these were more of a, had, had more of a chew to it. But here's the thing. This was the first of the three meats where I noticed the rub on the outside and I liked it. Very much so. A little sweet, a little savory, very good blend without being overpowering. I, I was digging the rub, and having now had it on the ribs, I totally get where it would have been good on the pulled pork. A little shaker on the pulled pork Co- would have been with money. That, especially as rich as the pulled pork was, that would have gone together real nice. It would have melded in. But it was definitely good on the ribs. On the yeah. thinner ones, where they were a touch dry because... They're thinner. You put a whole rack in there, and the thin ones cook more than the thick ones. That's how it works. There's there's no way around that. <laughs> just so where they were a touch drier, and maybe I would have wanted a little bit. In fact, I did dip them in a little bit of sauce. But they still kind of stood on their own, and the rub was more noticeable on the thin ones, just as kind of a, a ratio of surface area. Science. Surface area, ratio, science. And it absolutely, it, it worked quite well. They had that sweetness and the, the savory flavor of the rub. So, I, yeah, I'm very pleased with that there. So, let me, uh, I do like the pull-off-the-bone texture and a little more smoke, and it, and it might just be, because he was talking to us a little bit about the, the competition style, what gets delivered uh, to the judge or whatever versus what is typically served in a, in a restaurant here. I, I got to say, I kind of default on the restaurant side. I wanted it to be a little bit more pull off the bone, a little bit more spoke penetration, even though he, he told us, so let's be clear, one, restaurant new. Two, he said, hey, uh, in about another 30 minutes, these would have come out and, and would have had this this smoke um, penetration level. So, you know, was it tasty for me? I did enjoy eating it, but the consistency and and the fact that it was a hair dryer for me in this particular iteration, um, I, I kind of wished I had a little bit more of that. I really do. Yeah, I'm going to say, now mind you, they were pull off the bone, as you say, rather than fall off the bone. And I too 
like them fall off the bone. I realize that makes me some sort of barbecue oh, noob. No, 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 no. I'm saying I want them to be pull off the bone. The mind, the meat was attached so much. It was more like grab and and yank. Um. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Well, they, they're supposed to have competition wise. They're supposed to have that that bit of chew. Yeah, I want a and little they were, resistance, and then that bone can come out. Right. They they were. Maybe even a little underdone for competition, but they were much closer to the competition range than one would normally experience, at least in barbecue in these here parts. Mm -hmm. Did it make them bad? Were they undercooked? No. No, they they, they weren't undercooked at all. No, uh uh-uh. But yeah, I could have used them just a touch more tender, and had we waited or said, hey, you already told us they're not done, just bring them out when they are, we'll wait, it would have not been a problem. In fact, at the speed I was eating... I probably would have had fresh ribs right as I finished up with the other stuff. <laughs> you, you might have. It, it would have been real good timing there. So that's that's kind of called our fault on that one just a little bit. Could I have used a little bit more smoke on those? Maybe. On the thick ones, I think they were about right. I would. I certainly would not have been adverse to more smoke. Fair enough. But I think they had a, a very good balance. For me, those last three really thick, meaty ribs were the stars of the show here. That was the best thing I had. So that's the Papio Pit episode. Dave and TJ really enjoyed their meal and everything was tasty. Both of them would go back for a meal and you should give it a taste too. Why didn't it make the Frampton scale? Sam always says, these are the places that you would bring your out of town friends to so they would have a memorable fatter day. In this case, Papio Pit, while delicious, any day of the week is just missing a bit of that Frampton magic. The hook, if you will. A few unique menu options that are signature that a person couldn't live without or a greater selection would help Papio Pit. That being said, the food is good. Give them your time and they will give you a tasty goodness. Part 2. Acadian Grill. The Acadian Grill is located at 725 North 114th Street, Omaha, Nebraska. Oh, give me that sweet, sweet zip code. Are you ready for that zip code? Well, I want to send them a letter, so yeah. Let's do it. Let's... Let's read it real close. It's 68154. Oh, that's a, that's a good zip code. That's solid. Choice zip code. That That is a top shelf zip code right I mean, there. I mean, if you're going to pick a zip code, that's that's a pretty good one. It's I not true. The best is 68108. Oh, oh. Okay. You're not down with the 68107? I mean, that's pretty good, too. We can save the zip code argument for a later date. Okay. All right. That's 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 a lot of zip code talk. That's more zip code talk than usual. Than we've ever had. Yes. Since we're back together now with 100% more uh, zip codes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. So the Acadian Grill, yeah, it's it's located in a, a it's, it's a strip mall location, but actually there's a lot of restaurants down there. Feta's and uh, Jack and Mary's. And uh, this particular location, I do believe, was a former Voodoo Taco a former Zamog's location, and a fat burger at one point. Yeah. May they all rest in peace. Um, yes, except, please. well, Voodoo Taco is available elsewhere, but not, not in that location. So, all right. Tell us what you really think, Sam. Oh, we're not doing that. So, so here we go. The Acadian Grill, though, you uh, go into this place, and uh, you are greeted with the sweet, sweet Cajun sounds playing through the air. Well, I've got, I got a little history here for you. Yeah, hit me up with that so history. So, like, you're like Acadian Grill. What does it even mean? Is what there is there arcade about? in there? Was it a last name? What's the real story here? Tell me about it. Acadian uh, is now popularly referred to as Cajun. Cajun is technically a slang word derived from the word Arcadian. Uh-huh. So, just a just little, little, little knowledge as to yeah. what that means. 
Well, and I believe that there was actually some Canadians displaced and located down there, yes? Yeah, that's correct. During the 17th century, if you want to get really technical. The 17th century. Arcadian culture flourished and they began speaking a newly evolved dialect of their French native language, forming communities, cultivating land, and developing original fare. Wow. Not only are we learning about ourselves, we're learning about history here today at Fatterday Omaha. So just, that's where the, Arca- the Acadian, Acadian comes from. Yes, yes, not Arcadian, but not Arcadian. Acadian. There are no arcade games in this restaurant. No, I'd like there to be, but that's fine. <laughs> that's they, fine. So uh, we ordered some foods. Yeah, we did. Should we, we talk did about some Dave. foods? I'm, I'm going to take a little bit of charge on here because okay. uh, I have I have listings of you know appetizers and sides and all that here. Uh-huh. So he first like and foremost, Dave, tell us about your balls. I... <laughs> I ordered Please, the. Dave, I've always been curious about your balls. Uh, well, let me tell All you about these. Four of them. Hello. Yeah, I mean, we're, well, just, we're just we're spilling your business out there. You have four balls. I... You shared your balls. Deep fried. Tell us about the sausage balls, Dave. Well, <laughs> <laughs> the boudin balls were what I ordered. Boudin. Or Man, as he I keeps said, saying that I do. Boudin. He keeps the saying Bowden balls. But I spent like twenty minutes looking up different pronunciation keys, and the the vast majority. <laughs> thought it was boudin. I I talked I heard the waitress say it, so I'm going with boudin. Just so y'all know. So the boudin balls. Um but but you can say Bowden if you feel better about it. That's not what he says. I say Bowden. He says Oh, what do you say? Boudin. 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 (laughs) Well I I ordered I don't know what you guys had, but I ordered the boudin. (laughs) So these were a do fromage. (laughs) These were a rice mixture deep fried to a uh darker brown, and uh, they were moist, tasty, and full of flavor. So we got four of these on the appetizer. The plate was uh, brought out very nicely, uh, garnished, if you will, a little paprika on the plate to Splattered give it to you. Splattered everywhere, just, yeah. just playfully dusted. Indeed. A little remoulade sauce on the side for dipping if you would like some. But uh, it's a it's a really nice seasoned rice. It is loosely packed. Like, if you want to go after this with a fork which I think I kind of did, they kind of mush apart. Like, you can't just chop it. They're they're very nice and soft. The only thing holding it together is that outside breading, which has that nice crisp. Uh, I found these very tasty. Sam, would you like to tell me about your cakes? (laughs) (laughs) My buns and cakes or just my cakes? I can play too. Um, No, I want to hear about your cakes. You can play with them cakes? Uh, Would you like to play with my cakes? I'm going to crab them cakes. Crab them cakes. I don't care what it takes. All right, so like I'm a big fan of of crab cakes. Uh, right down to the terrible fast food, go get you some crab cakes. You'll still eat I them. just like them. Okay. Um, these were a cut above mm. normal crab cakes. They were pretty delicious. Uh, much like the 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 rice ball thing, the the boudin, the boudin, the boudin. I'm boudin. The boudin. <laughs> the boudin balls. Uh, very fall apart. Like delicious, soft. Full of flavor and mm-hmm. actual crab things. Actual crab, not just bread. It's a very, very seriously crab. I think we yeah. all agree on that they one. They was crabby. I think, well, I mean, yeah, I would probably say it's the best crab cake I've had. It was a crabby patty. So, I mean, I was excited. I, two home runs right out the park. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I was like, man, if this is what's my predecessor to come to my meal, mm-hmm. I'm in for just Sam, a Sam. good time. Harbinger. Yes, a har- the harbinger, the harbinger of, of my meal. meal. Well, TJ, you, um, I think you ordered enough for two or three people. So 
Well, would, what else is new? Oh, fair enough. <laughs> would you choose one of your main courses and tell me about it so then Sam and I can uh, proceed from there? Talk about certainly, it. Certainly, certainly. We will start off with the five pepper cream with blackened chicken and paparadelle, uh, which wow. is a very wide, uh, not very thick, but a little thick noodle. Think of uh, slightly what? thinner than, uh, than fettuccine. Like a cheese wheel, that thing. Slightly thinner Whoa. than fettuccine. Uh, and a whole lot wider, like maybe a good, I don't know, what would you say, Dave? Inch-ish wide noodle? I'm going to go for three quarters. Actual science. Maybe. Some, somewhere not, not in there. Not bird science. Throwing another eighth in there. All right. Um, I love this. Um, I don't yeah, know what the five peppers were. What the five? I'm not what? sure I care. I suspect Bell. Uh, maybe I, your, your burger had poblano, did it not? It did. If, if I may skip ahead a just a little poblano, bit. So I, I think that is in and among the potential choices of pepper a for potential uh, poblano. Cajun, uh, Acadian poblano type pepper. cuisine. Uh, there was definitely something hot in there. Hot. I'm, I'm going to guess cayenne, but only because I'm prone to guessing cayenne for a Cajun thing. What is Cajun? And as it was around the plate, and there was definitely a, uh, a, kind of earthy flavor in there. Actually, woody specifically, and not so much earthy. So decidedly, no. don't you do it. Not no, worthy. Not worthy? Uh-uh. Uh, not worthy? Just, just more woody than anything. So I'm going to say probably paprika is one of the peppers. These are my guesses. But on the whole, it doesn't matter. It was a delicious, creamy... Um, I'm not sure how much the sauce itself was really spicy. It was fairly spicy, but the blackened chicken on top was also spicy because it was covered in blackening spice. So a few high marks here. The sauce itself was just really good. There was a whole lot of flavor going on, and I was not uh, not mad at it. The... Well, here comes the documentation. Papa, 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 wait, wait, here it is. <laughs> Papardelle. Papar, papardelle, papardelle. Hooked on phonics worked for teacher. Papardelle. <laughs> Jacques Papard. But did you like it? The Papardelle <laughs> was uh, really, it's a nice pasta form factor. I don't know if it was, might have been made in house. It was definitely a bit of a softer pasta, but it was just a really good way to catch just the right amount of sauce. It was a nice texture. You had to be kind of careful with it, as I believe, Dave, you will attest. Yeah, I tried a noodle. You, you, you got to kind of carefully come at it and uh, twirl it around your fork to get yeah, that, um, uh, that proper noodle I actually noodle had twirl. to start upwind from the noodle so uh -huh. it wouldn't detect my scent. And uh -huh. then I crept down and got it with my fork. <laughs> and the blackened chicken, um, moist without being wet. It was just moist enough. It had a very good texture, still, still dense, still good to the tooth. And uh, the blackening spice... Almost everywhere I have had anything blackened, I suspect it has gone horribly wrong, and I always have. I'm like, this is, I kind of understand this concept, but I never had it done correctly before now. Because it's usually overpowering, and it, you, it usually seems just burnt. This was not at all burnt. This was all kinds of different flavor. There was a, a density of spice and enough variance in it that it was interesting on its own. And combined with the pepper cream sauce, as mm -mm good as what it was. <laughs> Should we move over to some deliciousness that uh, you and I both had, Sam? Should we talk about a taco? Oh, yeah, we did have a taco. We did have a taco. I believe you and I both had. Well, I can't really 
Oh. Talk about my taco because of other things. Oh. Mm-hmm. What? Just talk about your taco and I'll just move on to my main dish. Just, oh. This is interesting. This is interesting. <clears throat> I'm not sure what to think about this exactly. Order of operations, Dave Pemdas. Oh, Let's no, that's on. fine. So I had the Patty O'Brien's Legendary Taco, which is an interesting name at a Cajun place <laughs> with a seemingly possibly Irish origin for a typically Mexican dish, the Patty with O'Brien's an Irish legendary name. taco. Exactly. This uh, taco, uh, I will describe to you, is home fried dough, beef topped with pork chili, shredded lettuce, tomatoes, and cheddar cheese. I will mm-hmm. tell you that this one to me harkens, is this the second time we've, no, Harbinger is what you used earlier. Harbinger. I will say harkens in this case. It sort of reminds me of a California taco, but a little bit smaller. And the outside is deep fried. It is it is a darker brown color than the tacos we encountered at uh, Taco Company, which is the Maria's type taco. And the beef inside, I will say, is overtaken by the pork chili, but I kind of don't care. It makes this taco very unique. The pork chili has a lot of flavor. The darker brown color of the shell, I thought, you know, coming to the table that it might have a more overcooked type taste. It does not. It was just fine. It had a little bit of chew and stuffed perfectly well. And I thought this had a lot of deep flavor, much like the boudin ball, um, the crab cake. One of the things that has maintained up until this point of the podcast and will likely continue is that there's some deep flavor here. It's a it's a unique taco. It is certainly, with that pork chili in there, more than just a beef taco. It's got a little extra something on there. Sam, would you like to tell we me- We want to talk about something? my taco now? Sure. I have no idea. I don't know what that taco tastes like. Really? No clue. That's not what I expected. Is this due to some spicing on something else? So let's just talk about that right quick. Okay. So let's talk about it. I pre-homeworked at this place. I'm Uh like, well, I don't know how I feel about Acadian because it's like. I know you were apprehensive. (sighs) I looked at the menu. I was like, it's not that big. See, and I'm dragging Sam to yet another place. That's fine. That's okay. I need to, I need adventure in my life. I need to quit eating just burgers and barbecue all the time. This is fine. Wait, what? This is fine. (laughs) This is fine. So I said, well. You know, any... It's fine. It's fine, Dave. It's fine. fine. This is fine. Um, Anytime you see, like, Cajun food, you always see the po' boy. Sure. So I said, well, that's a staple. Let's just go over there, and then let's have a taco, too, because the taco seems to be unique to this place, and it's something different. Yes. So with my crab cakes and my boudin... With his crab cakes in hand and his boudin balls in the other... Boudin. Bowden. Um, I was all in. I love how we have, we have not come to a consensus right. on this word at all, and and it oh, we will not. Way. We will Probably not. not. So with that said, you know, I had these. I'm like, man, this po' boy is going to be delicious. So she asked me the question, do you want it fried or blackened? Mm-hmm. Well, I like fresh shrimp. I don't really like a deep fried shrimp. I like a nice fresh type of thing. Like a saute. And I know blackened is more of the fresh shrimp version. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. I think I was just eating pepper lumps. That's kind of what it tasted like. Oh, you got you got spice powered. Uh, yeah, I know there was bread there. I know there was other things, but all I could taste was just pepper. You got a face punch of pepper. Super pepper, 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 power, pepper. Huh. Power, power of the pepper. Yes. So then I was like, well, let me taste this taco. Nope. Oh, because you were still tasting blackening spice. All pepper all day. Interesting. I can't tell you if my food, time. I couldn't tell you if my pepper. food was good or not. I don't know. It just everything tasted like pepper. Most of my meal. 
Heavens. That, well, did that you? That brings me sadness there, Sam, especially because I had a blackened item, but I saw them shrimp. Mm. Um, there was a reasonable amount of uh, blackening spice on mine, I would say. I mean, it was covered, but it wasn't covered real thick. Huh. There, there seemed to be roughly equal proportions of blackening spice and shrimp. It's like, I, I don't I, know. I think it was so 50, we were 50. doing real, real solid here, but then we hit the blackening spice and it just knocked you for a loop. Crashed into a wall. Wow. Yeah. I just, I don't know what my food tasted like other than blackened pepper. Oh no. Did, did you get any flavor out of that at all? Not really. You just got blasted by pepper. Yeah. I mean, oh, crab cakes. Oh, Bowden balls. Oh, this delicious bread. Uh, Oh, black pepper! I am on my face. I constantly. am. I am sitting here behind. Here's the here's the thing. The two like so. I bite into my taco and I'm yeah. like, my mouth is kind of numb. <laughs> yeah, it was like I couldn't. I'm like, no, what? This isn't this isn't right. Wow. Sorry. Oh. Sorry. Um, yeah, I can't really comment on if it was good because all I had was pepper. I am. I am sitting behind my dedicated microphone here, stunned by this, mm. because, I mean. The, the flavor that, that has happened to me here has been just consistent. Everything, wow. And so it just blew your palate out of the water. Yeah, I couldn't taste anything after I ate my sandwich. I don't know what to do it's okay. it's, right it's, now. It's, it's fine. We'll talk, we'll talk uh, to you guys. TJ, tell me about something else. Go. <laughs> Gee, Dave. Gee, this this, this, might, this might be problematic for the flow of the podcast here. Well, my, uh, my next, you know what? You know what? We're going to go to a happy place. Take That's us, what we're going to do. To a happy I, place. I was, I was going to go to... To, to a slightly sad place, but we're going to go to a happy place. Take the cornbread. Oh. The cornbread was brother. two big, beautiful slices of oh the type of gosh. cornbread <laughs> I want every time I order cornbread Anywhere. and never, ever get when I order cornbread. Oh. This was clearly, you know, if not homemade, you know, made at the restaurant or maybe they imported from a bakery. I assume they made it at the restaurant. Tasted like they did. Was awful fresh. Was awful Fluffy and, and moist and good. Fluffy had a nice crumb to it. Just a little bit of the actual, you know, corn mealy grittiness, but not that much. Uh, hearty, but still light. Sweet, but not too sweet. There was definitely honey. Yes. Like uh, you had asked me if the, the butter, butter, the big pat of butter mm-hmm. that came with it was possibly honey butter. And it was not. Why? Because the honey was in the cornbread, but not overpoweringly so. Agreed. This was... Beautiful, it was dark on the outside, was light on the inside. They like toasted the, all the edges though. They did. did you they, that? Yeah, they took the individual pieces and mm-hmm. they toasted them. So yeah, just a little bit of crispness on the outside, but moist and perfect on the inside. Um, for two seventy five, it was. I could go there just bread. for cornbread. I I seriously could. This is this is value. This is a pretty thing that came out on a plate, and it was a seriously large portion of it for just a side. Is it? Would you say it is a a practically perfect cornbread in every way? I mean, wow. Can I can I carry some of this in my pocket to any barbecue place and just take it with me? Uh huh. Well, TJ, why don't you tell me about yet another thing because you've got a lot on your list, and I've only got one other thing to talk about. Well, we got uh, got two remaining items here, and we're going to go for the red beans and rice, which were, hmm. This is a side, right? Yes, it, it is a side. It is a, uh, a a reasonable portion for a side, I would say. It's not really big, but it's definitely not small either. I noticed your bowl was still rather full. It was, but it's <clears> because <throat> TJ was rather full. We'll get oh, into that okay, later. okay, okay. Um, there was absolutely nothing wrong with this uh, this portion of red beans and rice. It was a touch soupier than I am used to, but in fairness, I am used to Popeyes, and I actually adore Popeyes red beans and rice. It's my favorite thing that they do. 
and it's it's one of my favorite things. Like it's there's there's all this this proteiny beans and tasty riceness. So I I had fairly high expectations for what is the real version of this, and the real version of this is similar to every recipe I have looked up. There was it was a little less uh, less dense and flavor packed, a little bit thinner, uh, bordering on a soup, but uh, more beans in there. So it was a a broth heavy beans and rice. Rice perfectly yeah. cooked, I would say. Um, I couldn't tell if it was a long or a short grain. I couldn't tell you what kind of rice yeah, it was. Rice, rice. But it, it, yeah, it, it was rice. Well cooked, definitely a uh, a non you know semi manufactured rice. It was a a genuine rice with a little bit of a split in the middle, which kind of changes the texture. Uh, pleasant stuff. Peppers happening in here, probably some sort of, uh, I could swear there was a pork, a little bit of a pork item somewhere in there, maybe a little bit of shredded pork of some type, maybe pork in the broth. Just from my personal experience, a fairly middle of the road, red beans and rice, and for for a side of red beans and rice, this is what I would want while ordering it. This is what I would expect. This is what I would ask for. I'm not blown away by it, but I'm not underwhelmed either. Um, did the did all three of us get the mac and cheese? I did. I did not. Sam, I did you try the mac and cheese before yours. you tried your shrimp po' boy? No. I. Dang. Um, Sam, I'm going to talk about your mac and cheese. Cool. Your mac and cheese. I'm excited. <laughs> your mac and cheese. Sam's learning about his sides today. Sam, I Saturday. Am. Sam's mac and cheese had a, like, a cavatappi, a spiral type noodle, very saucy with a little bit of black pepper in it. And it came out turbo hot, which Sam and I both agree is the correct temperature for macaroni and cheese. Without question. Sam's macaroni and cheese also had plenty of sauce. This was, shall we say, a saucy mac and cheese. In fact, it was enough that it it almost went to soup. Yeah, it was like a cereal almost. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of floating in a sauce a and little bit. It was it was kind of phenomenal. Um, this was really good. Again, as a so you can get this there with their, I think it's called tasso ham, kind of like a bacon type ham. You can get it as an entree or whatever. I think this makes a really good side. It's served exactly what I want. Saucy, tasty, and cheesy. Just the right amount of everything in there and nuclear hot. That's nice to know. Isn't <laughs> we're, it hurts we're also we, we are in mourning it's for Sam's nice palate right now. Uh, yeah, so Sam's mac and cheese was delicious because I cool. had the same thing and it was it was real good. All right, I'm going to talk about my burger. I was, well, I guess, Sam, you had a bite of my burger, but uh, that was towards the end of the meal, wasn't it? Uh, it was actually after my meal was over, so I kind of could taste it a little bit. Was it? Well, let me describe this thing, and then if you have any notes to weigh in, because I gave you a quarter of my burger because Dave was kind of full. So the burger is served with lettuce, tomato, onion, and choice of chips, dirty rice, red beans of rice, cornbread, good mac, etc., etc. But I got the Acadian burger, which is ground chuck and Dewey sausage. Roasted poblano, gouda cheese topped with onion straws. They were actually the thinnest onion ring. They weren't actually straws. They were actually rings. Super, super light breading served with a side of remoulade sauce. This is a very interesting burger. The patty itself is plenty moist, uh, not dry in any way, and it Looks is... like, was there just a little tiny, tiny, tiny bit of pink in the middle there? 
I do believe so. I did order it medium, and I think there was just just a smidge if in like one of the bites, like the other one. So it was it was cooked fine. The patty was not dense in any way. The poblano pepper was roasted, laid flat on top. A good stack of gouda cheese on there. A good stack of uh, those onion straws or thin onion rings. And the bun might have been like a brioche, not sure, but it was toasted very well. I'm gonna go for Burger Holder Plus on this one. This would be one that I would put in my pocket and tech take to uh, places that serve lesser burger buns. A delicious burger and very unique to the Acadian Grill. Sam, since you may have been able to taste this, what did you think? Well, from what I had and what I could play around with my tongue in the roof of my mouth. Yes. Um, I moved the meat around a bit in the, in the old palate because I really was interested to see how they seasoned the beef. I thought yes. the beef was actually really tasty. Nice. Um, the, the, I didn't get any andouille on my piece. They were. Ch- it was chopped on top, yeah. I yeah. understand that. But what I had, I, I thought was really good. I'd be, I'd be very curious to find out what a whole one tastes like by yeah. itself. What I had was fine. It, it, it tasted good. I was pleased with it. I actually kind of was like, maybe I should have ordered this instead. I was wondering if you, <laughs> it, I was, yeah. And in the, yeah, it's definitely a unique burger. And I'm, I'll just, just say it was an above. It is not a boring burger. I guess that's what I want right. to say. It's not boring in any way. Like all the uh, ingredients on there were all tasty. Everything on there was good. Yeah. So, yeah, it was good. So, TJ, you had yet one more thing. One last thing what on was my it? laundry list of tasty food stuffs. Ah, uh, yes. The crawfish etouffee. Ah, mud bugs. Mm-hmm. Which had to be ordered because it's crawfish etouffee. It, it, that had to be there, or gumbo, or jambalaya. Something, something along those Cajun. lines. Something, something very Cajun because of where we were. So, my selection was the crawfish etouffee because I was thinking, you know, Tiny lobster. Now I'm aware. It's a little lobster. I'm aware. I was not aware of the term mud bugs, but I know that's essentially what they are. They're little lobsters that live in fresh water, so mud bugs. Um, same issue I have with catfish, but the the bottom feeder flavor is not nearly as strong. The sauce that went under them was pretty tasty, and. Uh, not as not as interesting or as uh, as deeply flavored as some, but definitely a few light notes, a few kind of low notes, and enough things to go together that they went well with an earthy, indeed muddy, bottom feedery sort of thing. <laughs> this is the right treatment to give crawfish. They're saying this is a good thing. It's, I, I got to be careful. There's a lot of mud and it's stuff. perfect well, wet sauce. <laughs> Perfect mud sauce. Well, let's, uh, I could put it on something else and it would be tasty on its own. The, the etouffee part of my crawfish etouffee. The unfortunate thing is it had crawfish on top of it. Have you, how much crawfish have you eaten? Not much. Okay. Just checking. Cause it's, I don't, I think I maybe had it once. Yeah. It's, it's pretty much what I would have expected from crawfish. Not good lobster. Uh huh. Exactly. Not good. It's almost lobster. Kind of. Okay. I mean, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. I I think there's probably a reason why you go to a fine restaurant and order lobster and you don't order crawfish. Crawfish, yes. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Tiny lobsters that live in mud. They they (laughs) are what you would expect them to be. So you kind of take that. Catfish versus ahi tuna. I was going to say, yeah, catfish has that bottom feeder, muddy flavor and fishiness to it. Take the fishiness out. Take that bottom feeder money flavor and turn it down from 11 to like an 8. Now you got your crawfish. And it's not bad if I was real hungry and only had one entree. 
this would have been fine. I would have enjoyed oh, this. Oh, because this was like your second and a half entree. Right. Yeah. It's sitting right next to my five pepper cream blackened chicken, which was amazing. So I, I wasn't going to finish it. Was there anything wrong with it? No. Would I personally order it again? No. But was it well done? And is it is it the best I could ask out of that ingredient? I really think it is. So if you're a fan of crawfish, yeah. Like this if might you be were a fan of crawfish, even if you're a fan of catfish, this would be a pretty worthwhile thing crawfish. to order. I would say. So, I had a bite of it after yeah. I ate all my food, and that I was coming down from my pepper high. After that, <laughs> so there's still residual pepper you in my mouth. The capsaicin of life. Yeah. So I ate it, and I'm like, this is a kind of bland tasting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was the actual dish or me just coming off my pepper high. I have a high. feeling it wasn't bland. You were just, it was the difference in spice level. I was yeah. going to say, it's definitely not a real spicy dish. Uh, the sauce itself is not bland, but if you get it, did you try it by itself? Yes. Okay. As long as you tried it by itself, because if you get it with that bite of mud bug, you're, you're going to get mostly mud bug. Yeah. And it kind of brings it down. Again, if you're, if you're in for that earthy bottom feeder flavor, which... Occasionally I am. I have been known to order catfish for that reason, but I got to be in the mood for it, and I just wasn't this time out. If you're in it for that, it's it's good for that. Does what it says on the tin, which is totally everything I had on the menu. It's it's as described. It's what I would want if I spoke those words to a waitress, which I did, and then I got it. So I can't <laughs> complain too much. Acadian Grill. The team had a bit of a varied meal. Dave liked everything he got and appreciated the complex flavors happening and the food unique to the Omaha landscape. TJ had one item that he cleaned the bowl on and then one he didn't finish. Sam, Sam had a little accident with the peppers. Sam did say that he would go back and try again. This was the first time there for TJ and Sam, so a revisit may occur in the future. Because of the mixed experience, Dave and Frampton range, and TJ and Sam, not so much. We've chosen to leave this off the Frampton, for now. Thanks for eating with us, and eat this. Saturday Omaha. Eat this. Mm-hmm. <sighs>